Welcome to Into the Glory Zone with me, Dr. Edith Davis on 94.1 FM, Wave 94. Spiritual believers and listeners, I would like to continue our discussion about the power of the tongue. The power of the tongue. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. This is, and as I as I reflected back on, like, major men and women of God who God mightily used to change the course of history, to change our nation, such as Martin Luther King. I, I remember his famous speech where he says that he saw, he'd been to the mountaintop, he saw the promised land, but he said, I might not get there with you. Just like Moses, he saw, but he didn't enter the, the promised land with the people of Israel. So I was thinking about that and I was saying he, the power of the what? Tongue. And he prophesied over himself and shortly after that he was assassinated, correct? So my point is, is that we need to be very thoughtful about the use of our tongue, especially those of us who are born again, those of us who have accepted Christ Jesus as our Lord and Savior. Those of us who have accepted Christ Jesus as our Lord and Savior, we are new creations in Christ Jesus. We are in Christ Jesus, and Christ Jesus is in us. And so the whole planet, planet Earth, is reeling and wailing and like a drunken man waiting on the sons of God because the way God designed us from the very beginning, the, the, the mouthpiece, the tongue speaking communication was not just for talking, it was for creation because we were created in the image of our God, Daddy God, Yuevai, Yahshua Mashiach, Christ Jesus, the Word of God, and Lord God, Ruha Kadash, Lord God, Holy Spirit. We, we are created in God's image. And so, therefore, we are to operate like our Father. And God spoke and He said, Light be. And there was light. Right? So, It's, there's a lot of interesting things that are going on within us and life and death is in the power of the tongue. And as a man or woman thinketh, so is he. So even your thought life is very important. So it's critical that we are guided by the Holy Spirit. It is critical that we speak the word of God, the truth, which is God's word over our situation. So, Dr. David, Dr. David, what do you mean by that? Well, you got to cut the negative talk out of the negative talk that you have within yourself. I'm so fat or I'm not pretty or I'm not smart. Cut it out. You are wonderfully and my, you're made by God. You're made in God's image. You're beautiful. 
everyone that is a creation of God is beautiful, is, is powerful, and God has a plan for you. Speak God's word over yourself. Cut the negative thoughts. Cut the negative talk. And if you can't, and if, and don't be around people that are going to speak negative over you. That's what is on my heart right now is that it's imperative that we understand the power of the tongue and how the enemy is waiting with bated breath for all the negative talk that you have within yourself waited with bated breath with any negative word cuz i mean this believe it or not this this word this world system is set up for negativity we were um i was listening to my godfather Doug Apple um <clears throat> teaching the class this sunday and it's coming this coming Sunday. He was teaching about, you know, the principles of the carpenter, how to build your life on the rock, right? And he brought out some interesting statistics, which was backed up by United Nations um, uh, research on the loneliness. It's epidemic. People are what? Lonely. Lonely, lonely, lonely. And people all over the world are what? Lonely, lonely, lonely. We're talking about billions of what? People. And with all this social media, you would think that it would be the exact opposite. But one of the points that um, Godfather Doug Apple brought out was that social media also has a type of isolating effect on you as well. And and also, I tell my my students and I tell the people that I mentor, I said, you know, just because someone um, defriends you or unfriends you or cancels you or whatever, you know, my mother and my father, but especially my mother, she would tell me this when I was a, a young girl and when I was a little girl and I would be all upset because somebody didn't what? Like me. And my mother would say to me, Excuse me, uh, are they feeding you? Are they clothing you? Are they taking care of you? It's not that you, of course you want to be liked. Of course everybody wants to be liked. But don't you don't commit suicide over it, right? You don't take your life over someone disliking you. So so we've got these these. These people all over the world, people all over the United States of America, people who are lonely and people, unfortunately, that are very much dependent on social media to validate them, to confirm them. And that's not a those are not real friends. I have real friends. I have a group of friends. okay, and I can reach out to my friends and say, Pray for me. I can reach out to my friends and say, um, I need financial help and they will help me. I, that's, that's friendship. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, and it's not like you're saying friendship is well, people that do things for you, but friends are with you in times of crisis. They're also with you in times of joy, of great what? Joy. 
So that's friendship. And that's what I think is sorely missing now in this in this culture now is that the sense of community. You know, in the old days, you had you had a community. And that, what is that community? We, uh, you had the pastor, you had the, the milkman, you had the baker, you had the carpenter, you had then these people all, um, the farmer, you know, these people all had roles and responsibilities in the community. And people were interconnected, networked, dependent on one another, right? And uh, I'm a Denzel Washington fan. I'm a, I'm a Denzel Washington fan. And um, I, I like um, watching um, this, his series of, um, of episodes that he does. And there's a, a series of episodes where he, you know, goes in and he takes care of bad people because <laughs> he's ex-CIA and all of that. So, but... I love the last one he had because it was all about a community of people where you had a police officer with his daughter and she's a little, little tiny girl and going to elementary school. And you've got the, the, the fishermen that they, they fish and then they have their fish market. And then you got the restaurant with almost everybody. Then you got the doctor who actually gave what, well, you know, was there for the, to, to help delivery. Of almost everybody in that community, all the babies, all, even the parents of the babies, even the grandparents of the babies, you know. So it was just this wonderful community of people that had their roles and responsibilities in the community and everybody was dependent on one another. That's what's missing in social media. That's what's missing, that, that community fact that, you know, and yes, um, I miss that too sometimes. And as I uh, get older, I find myself not as connected as I was um, initially, you know, and it all is all about relationships. And guess what? Relationships take time. Relationships take energy. Relationships take effort. And so you're not going to get that that reservoir of relationship, building relationships in social media. It's not happening there. Now, yes, it, it's yes, you have a breath. You have a breath of Impact. You meet, you can touch a lot of people, but you don't have the depth, right? So the depth comes from the mom and the dad and the grandmother and the grandfather where you, you're in community with your family, you're in community with your children, you're in community with your grandchildren. So that's where the depth comes. So you don't get the breath. You don't get to touch every child, right? Because that takes time and energy, but it's all about what? Relationship and controlling that tongue and how you speak over people, how you nurture one another, how you nurture yourself. It's very, very, very critical. Oh, as I 
reflected and 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 been thinking more and more. I listened to Pastor Ron Carpenter, and you know, and he's also dealing with the Word and on assignment, and how um, the deeper revelation is that we have an assignment, we have a mission, we have a purpose on this earth, and. And I love, I love, um, John, um, in the Bible, John says, and the word, the, the word was with us, right? The word is with us. The, the word, everything was created by the word and the word was with us and the word became flesh and lived among us and the word became flesh and lived among us the word became flesh to lived among us was Christ Jesus Jesus the Christ Christ meaning the anointed one right the anointed one Christos so but the powerful thing that the revelation that came out of that is word our words eventually become what flesh and what do you mean by that Dr. David what I mean is is that when you look at your life, when you look at your world around you, when you look at especially <laughs> us believers, you know, Christians, those of us who've accepted Christ Jesus, our Lord and Savior, and we look at some things in our life and we're not very happy and we say, we bind you, Satan, we cast you out. <laughs> and one of the interesting things that Ron Carpenter said, you're talking to the wrong devil. You need to look in the mirror because some of these things and then your life are things that you have spoken. You have thought. You, with your negative talk, with your negative thoughts, brought these things to pass in your life. The power of the tongue. And of course, one of the emotions. Get don't don't get the emotions pumped up. Don't don't get upset. Don't get angry. And then let your mouth rip. Then, oh, you really, you really can mess yourself up. You can say things that you don't mean and things, some words that can never be taken back. Right? You can, you can say, I'm sorry. I asked forgiveness. I didn't mean it. But those words went into the atmosphere. So you got to go in there and cancel them words. Just like you said them, you got to cancel them. You got to repent and say, Lord, forgive me. I repent. For these foolish words, right? These deadly words. So I thought that was very interesting, you know, when he said, and the word became flesh. He said, be careful. Your words will become what? Flesh. I mean, it's all in the word of God. The life and death and the power of the tongue. So as a man thinketh, so is he. Um, be careful. Guard and protect your heart. Because out of your heart is the what? Issues of what? Life. All of these things are in the word of God. And he clearly states that we need to be careful with our tongues. And be careful with our relationships. You know, I'm, I'm so grateful and thankful to have my mother Esther Williams, I mean, she's such a blessing to me in many ways. And, you know, 
But also I have to realize, you know, you say these things like, I want to be patient. I want to be kind, right? I want to be gentle. I want to be good. I want to be faithful. These are the fruits of the Spirit. These are already in you if you're born again. Christ Jesus is in you. The Lord God Holy Spirit is in you. And you are a new creation in Christ Jesus. And the fruits of the spirits are in you. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, meekness, self-control. Against such there is no law. But where the rubber hits the road is when you're living life with someone and you walk in what? Patience. You walk in Kindness, especially when somebody's not kind to you. What? You. You walk in gentleness. Right? You walk in meekness. And what is meekness? That's a word we don't hear that often. Meekness is, is power and power and authority under control. Under the control of who? Under the control of the Lord God Holy Spirit. Under the control of Christ Jesus. Under the control of Daddy God Uavahe. Right? So, it's nice to speak those words. It's nice to say those words. But can you live those words? And you can if you are walking in the Spirit. If you surrender and Jesus Christ is not only your Savior, your Messiah, but he's your Lord. He's the Lord of your what? Life. Because guess what? Jesus is love. Jesus is goodness. (laughs) Jesus is gentleness, meekness, self-control. Jesus walked the talk. He was the second Adam. He was to demonstrate how originally we human, human beings, were designed to walk in what? Planet Earth. And planet Earth is just a physical representation of heaven, our spiritual home, right? So it's, it's... I've been giving it a lot of thought. And like I said, I thought about Martin Luther King and I thought about, you know, some of the speeches that people made. I I think about, um, you know, we think about some of the great leaders that um, basically through the power of their words saved their nation, right? We, we had kings, good kings of Israel, um, Hezekiah and others. Um, they, they spoke the word. They went to the Lord. They went to the prophet. They got the word and they spoke the word. They prayed the word and the word became what? Flesh and what? Saved their nation. And we think about, you know, great um, men and women who, because of their spiritual walk, because of their relationship with God, because they were positioned at such a time as this, right? They were positioned 
to do great exploits for the kingdom of God, to do great exploits to save and protect their what? Their people. So, once again, I, I want everyone to, to be careful about your tongue, be careful about what you say and how you say it, and remember that life and death is in the power of the what? Tongue. And you want to speak life over everybody, right? You want to speak goodness and kindness and love over everybody. You, you, you don't want to speak hatred. You don't want to speak anger. You don't want to, you don't want to, you just don't. Because <clears throat> it will cause you a lot of what? Problems. It will cause you a lot of what? Issues. As I reflect on my own life, I can see now that my tongue, you know, caused me a lot of problems, caused me a lot of issues. And I'm so grateful that, you know, God had mercy on me and opened up my eyes so that I could see and opened up my ears so that I could hear. And I'm trying to be careful with my, what, tongue, especially with my children and especially when I'm upset with my children. You know, I just, I just want to make sure that I speak life over my children and grace <coughs> over my children. You know, um, I have, um, my mother, she has one other living, um, or two really living siblings, one um, sister who's still with us, and then her eldest brother, who will, will be, within a few months, will be 100 years old. And I had an opportunity to interview him um, on his 99th birthday, and, you know, one of the interesting things that I found out about my uncle Willie James was that he was, he was, he got this from his mother because my mother, you know, she says it too. So they have the same mother and father. And, um, he was saying, he always says, do unto others as you wish them to do what to you. And the other interesting thing about my, um, my uncle Willie James, I found out was that he, had been in the same church for over 70 years. He was not a church hopper. He was in the same church for over 70 years. And the other interesting thing I found out about my Uncle Willie James was that he went to seminary. He did not go to seminary to become a pastor. He did not go to seminary to uh, be an evangelist. Or, um, or whatever. He went to seminary because he said he wanted to understand and know the word of God better. He had secular jobs and he worked in the secular world, but he knew the word of God and he went to seminary. So I think 
you know, and I have another, my one of my mentors, she's now about to hit 101, Dr. Gail and uh, Fenton. And I'm telling you, there's something about that tongue. There's something about the Word of God. And there's something about having good relationships and treating people with respect and dignity and loving one another. John um, was the last apostle um, to um, live on planet Earth um, after, you know, everybody, all the other apostles were martyred. Um, they tried to martyr John, and they put him in boiling oil, but he wouldn't die. He kept preaching the gospel as he was in oil. And then I found out they gave him poison. found out for someone else that they gave John poison. He still wouldn't die. And when John's last words to the church, the new versioning church, was love one another. The last, last important revelation, the last important word God gave the disciples John recorded it, and he says, the way Jesus says he knows that you belong to him, the way Jesus says he knows that you are his disciple, is that you what? Love one another. And that's so powerful. So I've been meditating on this and trying to walk in this myself, and and I'm like it's not a cakewalk. I have to have the help of the Holy Spirit. I have to have the help of Lord Yahshua Mashiach, Christ Jesus, my Lord and Savior. I have to have the help of my daddy, our Father Yue Vahe. I have to have their help to walk in this. But I want to be like my Father. I want to be like my Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus. I want to be like the Lord God, Holy Spirit. I want to love people. I want to love one another. I want to speak life over people. And I want to fulfill the assignment, fulfill the destiny that Daddy God, UAVIA, had ordained for me to walk in on this planet, planet Earth. I just wanted to remind everyone that November the 5th, this the first Sunday of November, we will be doing the prayer walk. You are, everyone is welcome. It's a short, brisk walk. We pray for the church. We pray for our city, Tallahassee, Florida. We pray for our state, the state of Florida. We pray for our nation, the United States of America. We pray for the world. We pray for all the leaders throughout the world. We pray for we pray. And if you have a particular thing you want us to pray for, please, um, you can reach out to me at 816-678-6838, or you can reach out to Godfather Doug Apple, the program manager for um, 94.1 FM, Wave 94, and he can get the message to me as well. But we do have our prayer walk coming up on November the 5th, Sunday at 3 30 p.m. 
at the steps of the old capital, which is where North Monroe and Appalachia intersect. And it's the black, I'm sorry, it's the red and white awnings. Um, and so we will meet there at 3.30. We will pray and we will walk. And so you're welcome to join us. If not, you're welcome to send your prayers or ask us to uh, take your prayers um, during the walk. And um, and then, but we we are excited to be used by God. And also my Godfather is continuing his teachings at um, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. at All Nations Church. And we're going to be, we're, we meet in the chapel. And it's, um, it's pretty awesome teaching the principles of the carpenter, how to build your life on the rock. And so that also will be happening this Sunday at 9 a.m. And then the prayer walk is at 3.30. But let's not forget, um, Pastor Steve and Yvonne Dow. Uh, we have our Sunday service at 10.30 a.m. at All Nations Church, which is right off of Shear Road and um, North Monroe. And is right across the street from Fun Station, around the corner from Chuck E. Cheese. Anybody's familiar with that? So watch your tongue. Be careful about what you say. Be careful about what you're thinking. Think positive thoughts about yourself. Know that God the Father loves you, that Lord Christ Jesus loves you, and that Lord God Holy Spirit loves you, and He loved you so much. The Father loved you so much that He gave His only begotten Son, Christ Jesus, to die for your sins on Calvary, on Golgotha. And He's got a plan for you, a good plan for you. Be careful. There's life and death in the power of the tongue. Let me not end this broadcast without saying um, Romans 10, 9. That is, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be, you are saved.